Hey, everybody. Welcome to The Wake Up for Friday, December 18th, 2020. Here's what's happening in Hollywood and the media biz, where a Dutch court case revealed that one of their citizens was able to hack into Trump's Twitter account by guessing that the password on that account was MAGA2020! And the fact that the President of the United States does not have two-factor authentication on his primary method of communicating with the world uh, made it that much easier. Uh, 27 days and counting. What's the combination? One, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five. Yes. That's amazing. I've got the same combination on my luggage. But it is Friday, so time for a toast with my favorite non-alcoholic beer, Athletic Brewing. Over in the trailer house, Apple TV plucked on the heartstrings with the trailer for their new Justin Timberlake movie, Palmer. That's about a former high school football phenom who comes back to his hometown after a prison stint and soon forms a pretty tight bond with the kid next door whose uh, mom ran off. While it's definitely one of those trailers that gives you uh, pretty much the whole movie in three minutes, it's very well done. The link is in the episode notes. Just hit the details button below this episode's title and just scroll down a little bit. Palmer hits Apple TV Plus on January 29th. And now over to Hollywood. Starting off with a couple of new movie projects. First up is J-Lo, who signed on to a movie at Netflix. It's an adaptation of a book called The Cipher, according to Variety. She'll play an FBI agent tracking down a serial killer, as they are known to do. And MGM's Orion imprint has set Frances McDormand to produce and star in a movie directed by Sarah Polly called Women Talking. That's according to Deadline. It's based on the best-selling novel by Miriam Toes and is set in an isolated religious colony where a group of women try to reconcile their faith with a series of sexual assaults committed by the men at the colony. And as Warner Brothers continues to try and figure out how to be, quote, generous with talent from 17 different movies in regards to how to make up for their lost contractual profit participation due to the whole premiering movies on HBO Max thing next year, Marvel is taking the cue to set up a different approach to deal-making going forward. According to The Wrap, Marvel is now essentially cutting two deals with A-list actor, writer, director, and producer talent. One for how much they'll be paid if the movie comes out in theaters, and one if the movie comes out via Disney+, Plus, or I uh, suppose Hulu as well. This comes as Disney sets up that monetization arm, which will decide where movies go after they are produced, streaming or movie theaters. And one has to think even after the pandemic, the fluidity of release tactics is only going to increase, so uh, why not start now? Over in the TV set... And we'll start with network TV, where it looks like somebody found the keys to the video vault, with the trades reporting that ABC is developing a reboot of L.A. Law, focused on Blair Underwood's character, and NBC is developing a Night Court reboot around the John Larroquette character. Please, guys, enough with the pandering to Gen Y. It's embarrassing. Sam Jackson is the latest A-list name to join the growing cavalcade of projects at Apple TV. Sam's going to do a six-episode limited series called The Last Days of Ptolemy Gray. It's based on a novel by Walter Mosley, who's also going to write the project, where Sam's going to play a 91-year-old man who's been forgotten by his friends and family and is slipping into dementia when he's somehow given an opportunity to briefly regain his memories and ends up solving the murder of his nephew while coming to terms with his past. That's according to Deadline. Showtime ordered a drama series called Yellow Jackets, starring Melanie Linsky, Juliette Lewis, Christina Ricci, and Tony Cypress. That one centers on the surviving members of a female high school soccer team whose plane crashes into the wilderness, where apparently some things go down that causes some serious repercussions as they live their lives 25 years later. That one's going to begin shooting in early 2021 in Vancouver. 
And in other brief series news, Epics picked up season two of the spy series Condor, which previously aired on DirecTV's Audience Network. May it rest in peace. Epics is going to re-air season one in March, and season two will premiere later in the year. And over at Peacock, they renewed AP Bio for a fourth season, consisting of eight episodes according to The Hollywood Reporter. Also, a few more executive changes to note at NBC Universal. Heather Olander, who built the unscripted division at USA Networks and also headed up alternative content at Peacock, is leaving. As is Frances Manfredi, according to The Hollywood Reporter. She was their head of content acquisitions who brought the office to Peacock. But a congrats goes out to Vivian Cannon, who's now going to oversee all drama development at Universal Television as EVP, reporting into President Aaron Underhill. And over in the media biz... The world's biggest music label now has 20% Chinese ownership. Universal Music Group sold another 10% of the company to China's music and social media behemoth Tencent, according to Deadline. They bought an initial 10% of the company back in March. Just a reminder, the largest movie theater chain in the U.S., AMC Theaters, is also ultimately owned by a Chinese group as well. Uh, for now. It seems that the expected blockbuster video game Cyberpunk 2077 is having a release that could only happen in 2020, and that it seems like the thing don't work. After a week full of reports of glitches, crashes, and just a plain crappy experience playing the game, mostly on PlayStation 4 but also on PlayStation 5, Sony has now taken the game down from its PlayStation Store, a game that its developer spent multiple hundreds of millions of dollars producing and marketing. Man, really guess they should have tested it out first. Over in the podcast world, Liz Gately, the head of podcast development at Spotify, is departing the company after a two-year stint, according to Bloomberg. But she is going to stay on in a consulting role, helping podcast projects she's already involved in, as well as helping to adapt some into TV and film projects. And we'll finish out here with the most blatant attempt to get free HBO Max, since keeping logged into your ex-girlfriend's account for five months and counting since you broke up. Not that I'm familiar with that concept, uh, but uh, Senator Angus King from Maine is definitely taking the search for free Netflix up a notch. According to Fox Business, he sent a letter to the heads of all streaming services asking them to temporarily make all of their services free in the winter months so people won't leave their house and uh, spread the COVID. That's Senator Angus King from Maine, a state where the forecast high today is 23 degrees. Also, you'd think a 76-year-old guy would perhaps recommend reading a book. But kudos on boosting that Gen Y cred, Angus. Next up, a look at the new TV and movies to watch this weekend in the FSS feed. But first, a quick toast with our friends at Athletic Brewing. Who want to help you start out 2021 on a better foot than this year? And we all know where this year went. While I'm sure you're looking forward to getting boozed up on some expensive wine, beer, and spirits next week over the Christmas break, uh, just remember that January is only two weeks away. And if you're thinking about a dry January this year, after all the holiday cheer, hey, that rhymed. The folks at Athletic put together a dry January survival kit. It has 30 beers, one for each day. You're on your own for the 31st, but uh, it also has a branded Athletic Brewing glass in which to enjoy the beers. You get the glass and five, six packs for just 50 bucks. So go sober in January. Always a great idea if you're also looking to drop some weight in the new year. Keep in mind, all alcohol brings calories along with it. And most athletic beers are only between 50 and 80 calories. So again, go to athleticbrewing.com shop and get your survival kit today. The shipping is free. And now the FSS feed to look at the new entertainment options to enjoy in the Friday, Saturday, and Sunday ahead.
First up is uh, me. I'll be adding a new podcast conversation this weekend with Josh Horowitz, the longtime movie journalist and correspondent at MTV News, and pretty much all Viacom cable networks at this point. He also does the great Happy, Sad, Confused podcast. So we'll talk about how movie publicity has changed and the tactics he thinks have a good shot at sticking around post-COVID, as well as a look at what the Oscar season is starting to look like this year, plus the insight he got from his recent podcast with directors Christopher Nolan, Patty Jenkins, and Steven Soderbergh. So check out that podcast this weekend. And as you may have already seen, I added a podcast this week with Dion Taylor, director of Lionsgate's Fatal, which opens in movie theaters uh, today. That's the adult psychological thriller with Hilary Swank and Michael Ely. He plays a married sports agent who has a one-night stand in Vegas with Swank's police detective and soon finds himself entangled in her latest investigation. So Dion and I talk about his conversations with Hilary Swank about signing on to the adult thriller genre and frankly just what it's like to release a movie in theaters at Christmas 2020. So also check out that podcast as you like. And there's also another movie in theaters today, the Sony Screen Gems movie Monster Hunter, starring Mila Jovovich and directed by Paul W.S. Anderson. And today is actually the third release date the film has had in December. It was previously dated for the 30th, and then Christmas, and then it was moved to today, uh, about uh, eight days ago. Otherwise of note, next week's big domestic release, Wonder Woman 1984, hits China, Japan, and 30 other international territories today. Over in the streaming business, Netflix has the big title, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom with Viola Davis and Chadwick Boseman. Over at Amazon Prime, they have season four of The Grand Tour. And as of today, all five films in Steve McQueen's Little Axe film anthology are up on the service. So watch them as you like. Oh, and the uh, finale of The Mandalorian season two hits Disney Plus today. So watch out for all the spoilers. And attention Sopranos fans, David Chase and the entire cast, and I'd uh, like to think Tony and Spirit, are doing a reunion for a live stream today at 7pm, which will benefit the Friends of Firefighters, a nonprofit created after 9-11 to help the families of NYFD firefighters. Chase and Terrence Winter also wrote a new sketch or a scene or something like that, which the cast will perform, and there's going to be a Q&A as well. The link to that is in the episode notes. And I'll also put a plug-in for a weekend read. The Wall Street Journal did a pretty great deep dive into Roku's history of negotiations with content companies now that the HBO Max deal is done. But the journal also dove into previous negotiations with NBC Universal, Fox, A&E, and a bunch of other insider anecdotes about the company, which are definitely worth a read, and the link to that is in the episode notes. Back on the TV on Sunday, CBS gives us Garth and Trisha live, performing a Christmas music special from their home studio. You can catch that at 8.30. But the highlight of the weekend should be the return of Kristen Wiig for the SNL finale tomorrow night, along with Dua Lipa. Wait, did someone say Dua Lipa? You know I can't resist, and uh, hopefully you can't resist following the Wake Up Pod on Instagram. I mean, many of you have resisted so far, but I think this really terrible pitch will persuade you. You'll get a daily preview of the top headlines from the podcast each morning. That's the Wake Up Pod. Super catchy, but it's uh, just one word, no underscores. And if you would, please share the podcast with some coworkers, or just every time you get asked that age-old question, so, what are you watching or uh, listening to these days? We already know you love the Queen's Gambit. Chess, Intrigue, Scott Frank, what's not to love? Oh, and uh, also, free tip, Zoom has lifted the 40-minute limit on group chats through tomorrow morning in honor of our Jewish brothers and sisters who are celebrating the end of Hanukkah. But Gentiles can take advantage as well. So, have a great weekend, everybody. I'll see you on Monday. Monday.